Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All righty. Welcome back to the program. We've got JA coming up very shortly before, and I could have set my clock to this, but anyway, when I put out my thoughts on Junior Amon, I thought people, some people will say that's too severe. Other people will say not severe enough. I'm not a Dragons fan. I actually can't stand them. However, how is what he has done worse than what Matt Lodge did? And he got off with a slap on the wrist. No consistency. That's John. I'm not sure. He, he was minimum 12 months out of the game. But uh, anyway. Uh, and then we get this. Tiger Davo. Jimmy, you're having a laugh. Six games for that. Suspend him for the season. It was a vicious attack and unprovoked on an innocent person. Money won't hurt him. Not playing will. So there you go. Why don't we find out what the J.A. has to say about all of this. She's on the line. She's from Channel 7 too, by the way. G'day, J.A. Oh, g'day. I love when we start with a positive note. It really <laughs> uplifts me. <laughs> All right. Can we turn it this way then? Kerry, um, KJ O'Keefe said earlier that he fears that Australia's losing their love of cricket. Now, I know you're a cricket lover, but do you get that sense? Wasn't that a fantastic clip? Was that Chuck that did all that? The great two-buck Chuck, absolutely. Oh, he got a... That was a fantastic interview. Like, Kerry was giving a lot. Uh, he said, who cares about the Dragons in November? <laughs> I don't care. And then, so, did he tell Brandy to... What did he say? Brandy, it was something pretty... He said something... I don't know. He had a hit at Brandy. I thought, this was a great interview by Chuck. But uh, I would say, yeah, maybe... Um, Maybe not that Australia is losing its love of cricket because I think uh, even winning the Cricket World Cup, I think the, everyone got excited about that, whether you're a diehard cricket fan or not. I'd say what yep. maybe correct in what he was saying that is the league season is certainly running into cricket season now. I've noticed that last year and this year more than ever. I feel that the storylines last year was because of the World Cup. Um, and, you know, you had access to so many players and everyone who was over there, including myself, was putting up content every day. Um, and then this year, I just feel like there's a lot of storylines that have continued from one season to the next. And then last season, you also had the introduction of the Dolphins. That was all kind of happening in the preseason. So I just think league seasons may be starting to creep on a bit of cricket territory, but I don't think people are losing their love of cricket. Well, I'm not. Certainly the people I hang around aren't. And that, that's the other thing too, J.A. We're going to see a very familiar Test 11 that is rolled out on Thursday, and that's understandable as well. And the biggest talking point leading into this Test series and leading into the BBL, and it had to be created by cricket themselves, Mitch Johnson having a go at Dave Warner. But beyond that, it's it's all very, very much as you were. Yeah, which I find um, funny because some people like sort of complain about that, like it's boring, but like the... Back in the 2000s, which is when I guess I developed my love of cricket, you knew the team inside out, and that's kind of what you liked about it, right? Like, yep. Well, that's what I liked about it, that um, you always knew who was going to be, and we had a few years there where that wasn't the case. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, I guess like the, we, there's no denying that also the touring test teams this summer are probably not uh, 
the most interesting. I actually think Pakistan maybe are being a little bit underrated. I think they will be interesting, but given how the West Indies went last season, people aren't really excited for an encore. Um, but maybe that's just, that's just a you know a, a reflection of what the season's looking like this year. Yeah, and that's exactly right. And and I would say that the ICC Cricket World Cup, the great win from Australia, and the massive TV audiences that were watching it underscores just how popular cricket remains in this country. And that was a that was an ICC tournament played not on these shores, and yet the TV audiences were absolutely staggering. All right, um, so we don't anticipate anything different as far as that Test Eleven is concerned. We might see a little bit different from the W. Um, from the Optus Stadium groundsman who said he's really going to shave it down because it just didn't deteriorate as much as it should have slash could have last time around. Who would be a groundsman at the moment? (laughs) (laughs) Some real late. We had 24 wickets in the day at the SCG. We had the covers blown off at the PM's 11th. That game was called off early. Then we had the disastrous one in Geelong the other day where the game couldn't go ahead. It was too dangerous. I think that would be... My least favourite job. I don't want to be. Yeah. I don't want to be. This is a job. This is jobs I don't want. I don't want to be in a rugby league coach, and I don't want to be a groundsman at anywhere. Yeah, you you don't want to be an elite sports person, but you want to sign a four year deal and then get injured and have to get paid out. So you know, this is a quite unique look at things from your point of view. But but we continue. What's happening at the West Tigers? They've bought themselves a winger from New Zealand rugby, but they've got a winger there and they're not sure what they're going to do with him. How's this Dave Nofaluma West Tigers thing going to play out? Oh, doesn't it feel like very, like, West Tigery? <laughs> like, I yes. just hate... I, I mean, I feel like you every year you just want to go, right, come on, Tigers, this is this is it. We don't want any, any sort of turmoil, but, yeah, obviously you've got David Nofaluma... Uh, and happy there. I, I mean, also remember that he went and did that stint uh, with the Storm as well. So yes. it would be interesting um, to see like how he then came back and how he viewed the, the club after that because obviously two different ends of the, the table going on that. That was obviously a while ago now. Um, but, yeah, I, I, it's never a good sign, is it? I feel, I feel like this is the first real test for Benji Marshall, isn't it? And the other thing about it is too, so um, Dave Nofaluma's manager is Sam Ayub and, and Liam Ayub. So that, that Sam's deeply experienced about this. He knows what a critical time it is. The last thing the West Tigers need now is negative press getting out there around the coaching of Benji Marshall. So that is a sore point that you can you can agitate at. And that feels like what they're doing here with Dave Nofaluma. Notwithstanding the fact that Dave Nofaluma is derelict in his duty in coming back to training, not in 100% shape. That's what's expected now. Certainly, that's what's expected of your highly paid, professional, experienced players like Dave Nofaluma. So you can see both sides of the story on this one, J.A. Yeah, and not only what's even expected, but the actual expectation that the players are now putting on themselves has been something that, particularly this season, I've been so shocked at the amount of players that chose to return early. Yep. It just that hunger that is building in other clubs. It's kind of like either you catch up or you're going to get really left behind. Like I think I mentioned before, like the Knights, they came back and all of them, bar Adam Elliott, who um, had a little bit of a calf injury, all beat their PBs on the first day. 
And it's because they wow. were training the whole off season together. Like that. Yeah. That's a hunger there. Like they didn't take time off. You know, that's a level of professionalism that's come into the game of late. So I'm talking 30 years ago, so 25, 30 years ago, but the off-season was exactly that. And you used to, like back in the day, you did no training in the off-season, literally nothing. And then now the expectation is, well, you do it yourself. And and then there's a lot of people who go, I'm better when I do it with other people. So that's why I'll yeah. come back a little bit earlier or, or train together as a group. So uh, interesting one. Speaking of... Led- Sorry, that was all led within, can I just say, by the playing group, not by um, Adam O'Brien at all. He didn't tell them to do that. They were just ringing each other during their days off and being and getting a whole group together and going in and training themselves at the club. Um, I mean, like, that's a that's a real level, level of dedication. I'll tell you what, when I'm on annual leave, don't call me. I'm not coming in a moment earlier. <laughs> Oh, your attitude adjustment required there. Anyway, uh, separate issue on that one. Speaking about training at rugby league clubs, what's Caleb Clark doing? Yes, well, isn't this exciting? He's uh, He was training with the Rabbitohs this morning. So um, I went down there for a, a little bit of a, a look. Um, it, nobody gets too excited, Rabbitohs fans. He's not going to join the Rabbitohs. He's just oh. come over and occasionally this happens is that um, you know, there, there is a bit of a merging of, I guess, minds and um, often rugby league players. Like last season, I think it was last season or the season before, the Dragons went and trained with the Waratahs. It's not unusual for clubs to do this, but yeah, Caleb's just come over and decided to have a run with the Rabbitohs and see how they do things. So yeah, we'll have that on our, our news tonight. Wonder why, was any reason why the Rabbitohs? I have a feeling, and there is an interview that's going to be conducted, so we hopefully will find that out, but I have a feeling there is a connection with Patrol. Right. Okay. I, I think, I'm not sure if maybe he's got, and maybe maybe I'm getting totally wrong, so maybe, maybe we should wait till after the interview is done, but um, the, I, I did think there was some connection that he was maybe had was friends with Latrell or, or something like that. I'm I'm not too sure, but um, yeah, certainly um, was there this morning. Looked like he fit right in, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, okay. So for direct clarification on that, make sure you're tuning in at six o'clock for the Channel Seven News. Um, when did sport inspire art? We've had our own little version here with Steve Kerr and the mashup at the Phoenix Suns and then Paul Kelly and the Bradman song. What about for you, J.A.? Um, well, I saw um, this uh, in Napoli earlier in the year. I saw the Maradona mural, which ah. um, was was very, uh, like, still... I don't know if you've ever been to Napoli or Naples, as some people call it, but um, it, like, is... Maradona flooded still with like memorabilia, with jerseys, with blue everywhere. Um, yeah. And yeah, you climb up this very high hill to see uh, on the back of like a not so spectacular apartment block is um, is Maradona. Um, right. But that sort of, and whilst it was impressive, I actually liked the Greg Inglis one better. I, I just <laughs> I was I was I kept thinking I was standing there and I kept thinking. I don't know. I just really like the all I could keep thinking about was the Greg Inglis one in Redfern, which is um like a spectacular image and so beautiful. But maybe that was just my rugby league coming out in me. 
Oh, there's a lot of rugby league that comes out in you, which is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> uh, just before you go, uh, there's a fundraiser you want to tell people about. Yes. Um, yeah, so uh, probably a little bit niche um, in terms of uh, um, people I'm going to talk about, but um, in journalism, we have a colleague called Adrian Archuli. He is um, primarily covers football and unfortunately, his um, wife suddenly passed away. She, I believe she was only 32, um, lovely Bridget. Adrian, there's two things that you can talk about with Adrian when you saw him, and that is football, as in soccer, and Bridget. He absolutely adored Bridget, and there was just no one, like, I've never seen someone talk about um, their partner in such a beautiful way. So, um, unfortunately, Bridget passed away oh, really dear. suddenly. So, yeah, so really sad. And they have two little girls, um, just oh. uh, a couple of years old and, and then only a few months old. So, um, yeah, really, really um, hard times for the family. But there's a lovely um, a lovely football match that's happening um, at Albion Park. Um, Albion Park Select versus um, Community League All-Stars. That's on the, this Saturday, the 16th of December. It's Terry Reserve in Albion Park. Gates open at 4pm. Um, uh, there'll be raffle prizes, there'll be auction, there'll be kids' activities. So... Um, it will be a lot of fun too, but of course, all the money is going to um, help Adrian, Gracie, and and Margot during a really um, difficult time. And just couldn't find a better person than than Adrian. So it'd be lovely if everyone could, if you're around the area, or you've got something to do, come and support. Ah, what a very sad story. Uh, and thank you for sharing and bringing awareness to that. So um, Saturday the sixteenth, Terry Reserve at Albion Park. Um, sad finish, Ja. Um, but appreciate your time yeah. today. Um, have a great week. Thank you very much. Bye, Jimmy. Uh, that is Jaleesa Apps. She's a beauty. She is from Channel 7. We're late for the news. We're going to get to that now.